Welcome to this episode of Fast Five. I'm Chris Hare, and today we're going to talk about Amazon Web Services database, SimpleDB. Sometimes we're working on a project where we need a data store, but the complexities of adding a relational database service, DynamoDB, DocumentDB, or others, are more than what we need. This is where Amazon SimpleDB becomes a valuable resource. SimpleDB is a NoSQL database. NoSQL databases are not new, having been around since the 1960s. According to Wikipedia, the term NoSQL or NoSQL can have several different meanings, from non-SQL, referring to the lack of relational support in the database, to not only SQL, meaning the database itself may support aspects of the structured query language. Including SimpleDB, AWS has eight different database services, each targeting a specific use or database model. However, SimpleDB doesn't often appear in the list of those databases, as there is no interface to SimpleDB through the AWS Management Console. SimpleDB tables, which are called domains, are created programmatically using the command line interface, a software development kit, or a web services request, and all operations are then performed through one of those interfaces. Many consider database management as a science of its own. Schema designs, entity relationship models, query optimization, and the day-to-day -day management of the database all breed complexity into a project. And every database or database engine is unique in its own right. SimpleDB removes the complexity of database management by being NoSQL and having no administrative overhead. The AWS documentation states, Amazon SimpleDB is optimized to provide high availability and flexibility with little or no administrative burden. The SimpleDB architecture is designed to be highly available by automatically creating geographically distributed copies of your data. If one replica fails, another is seamlessly used to access your data. Because there is no rigid schema to support, changing the attributes needed to support your project is simply a matter of adding the additional columns, which are called attributes in SimpleDB. And SimpleDB is secure using HTTPS as the transport and integrating with Identity and Access Management to provide high-grained control over the operations and the data. Some of the situations where you may want to use SimpleDB include logging, online gaming, and S3 object metadata indexing. And then there's the price. The pricing models of SimpleDB makes it hard to beat. The free tier provides 25 machine hours and 1 gigabyte of storage with unlimited data in and up to 1 gigabyte of data transferred out a month. That's a pretty significant allocation. The research and work done on a project which I'm implementing with SimpleDB will result in no charges for quite a while. If you exceed the 25 machine hours, the cost is 14 cents per machine hour over that 25. Storage is 25 cents per gigabyte over the 1 gigabyte allocation, and data transfer out starts at 9 cents per gigabyte after the free tier is exhausted. So if you need a small database, don't need console access, and don't need the overhead or capabilities of an RDBMS, then SimpleDB is hard to beat. Before wrapping up this podcast, there are some things worth knowing before deciding to use SimpleDB on your next project. CloudFormation has no interface to create or manage SimpleDB resources. 
It has to be done using the command line interface or the software development kit. A domain or table has a hard limit of 10 gigabyte in size, which cannot be changed. If you think the domain will grow over 10 gigabytes, a data sharding plan or alternate database should be considered. Simple DB has capacity limits, specifically under 25 writes per second. If you expect to need higher capacity, then an alternate database may be a wise choice. There is a soft limit of 250 domains. You can request to have this increased if needed. The maximum size of a single attribute is 1k, which cannot be changed. All data must be represented as strings, and SimpleDB is not available in all regions. It's important to know that there are no indexes in SimpleDB, however it's still very fast. The SimpleDB Select API function does support an SQL-like select structure. If you have to retrieve all or a large number of items in the domain to perform an operation, it's best to retrieve all of the attributes you expect to need instead of making repeated calls to the domain. If you're using AWS Lambda, this can affect the amount of memory needed as you will need to account for the size of the response variable that you will receive from SimpleDB. In conclusion, SimpleDB offers command line interface, software development kit, and REST API interfaces, making it easy to interact with from many different sources. The software development kit is much faster than using the command line interface, meaning if you want to use SimpleDB in a shell program, it may be better to write smaller programs to do the work of the command line interface. SimpleDB may well be a viable database for your next project. Short-lived data which is transient could be written to a domain and when not needed any longer deleted. Log data could be saved to a SimpleDB domain instead of going to DynamoDB or RDS, which are expensive solutions for this particular use case. That concludes this episode. If you want to see more about SimpleDB and other AWS topics, check out the article on SimpleDB by Chris Hare on Medium.com. This article is copyright 2020 by Chris Hare. Thanks for listening.